0: worship are separate. You work throughout the week and worship on Sunday. But this isn't the biblical view of work. The Hebrew word avodah is translated into English as worship, serve, and work. The Hebrew concept of worship was all-encompassing. It wasn't just a Sabbath thing. We've asked several people in our congregation, none of whom work in ministry, to think about how their lives mean more and how their work and worship are woven together. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited today to have Cindy Shade with us. Um, Cindy spent a lot of her life doing other things, but now she's retired. Um, So Cindy, tell me a little bit about what you did before retirement and now kind of what fills your days now that you are retired, which by the way, I'm a little jealous of.
1: Yes, uh, I am certainly enjoying the retired life. That's for sure. And my husband and I almost, uh, less than a year after we were married, were missionaries to a church in England. Uh, We were there almost eight years, and our son Isaac was born there, and we returned in 1988. From then on, I was a teacher's aide in elementary school, first in special education with a kind of mixed group of of students, and after about three years, I went back into, uh, not back, but into uh, regular education, mostly in kindergarten uh, as a teacher's aide, so that's where I finished out my career. I had 29 years of it, so, and retired in May of 2017,
0: And that's when you guys moved back to this area, correct?
1: Yes. So we, Scott and I bought a house here prior to us retiring. And so it was ready for us to move into uh, that June after I retired. And Scott retired some months later. He made a few trips back to Atlanta uh, before he retired. But
0: since then have been
1: really enjoying our life together.
0: So what kind of things fill your time now? Um, I know you serve on the missions committee at church. You guys go out to see your grandkids quite a bit. Um, What kind of things do you do during the day now?
1: Uh, One of the the big things is on Tuesday morning, uh, I meet with the calling group Mm -hmm. uh, from Grandview and we call on folks who we call special friends. There's some who don't get out. These are older people and some who still come to church, but might not have a lot of visitors during the week. So we meet together for sharing what our lives are like for just a few minutes. We have a devotion and then we go out sometimes two at a time, uh, usually one at a time to visit folks uh, that are connected to our church. That's Tuesday morning. Uh, I have a 92-year-old mother who lives in the area, so my sister and I uh, share taking care of her and uh, helping her with things that she needs. Also, um, I am a prayer partner for someone in the mentoring program at Southside Elementary. I had done three years of the mentoring myself, but decided to to focus on the prayer part uh this year i also am helping with the college group that meets during the semester on sunday that joy eden our youth minister helps lead scott and i both do that and that's just a it's a sweet time they're they're not a whole lot of us but we enjoy being together um, we do go out and see our grandchildren. We have two uh, in Webb City, Missouri. And that's always fun. I also serve in the children's area every other month doing greeting for them and absolutely love that. I love seeing the kids and the parents. And I guess the only other official thing I do is uh, sing in the choir on Sunday mornings, which I absolutely love. Also, people ask us now and then to do things, extra things. Heather calls on us because we're available and willing to do it. So um, we're often asked to make meals or wrap presents or uh, go help somebody move, something like that. So uh, my days seem quite full. Yes. I
0: was going to say, it sounds about like you're working.
1: (laughs) Yes, it kind of does. I don't know how I
0: had time to work before. Yeah. You know, if you figure out the secret to that, let me know. Um, Yes. (laughs) I'd love, I'd love that one. Yeah.
1: But, but I get to choose the things I do now, which that is really sweet.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. I love all of the ways that you listed that you serve in the church um, and and in the church community um, through your retirement. How does your Sunday worship bleed over into your week? I thought a lot about this uh, when you asked
1: me. Um, it, it feels like I don't sit down to specifically do a worship time, but um, there, there are things that I read, scriptures, uh, devotions. Um, we listen to Christian music through the week. Um, I, I just think it's kind of a, a lifestyle where God is always kind of top of mind. Um, And Scott and I, Scott's more of a biblical scholar than I am. So at times we have discussions about things and I really appreciate how he helps me in that. But um, yeah, I think it's mostly what I just said singing along with the music or, or reading scripture, um, those kinds of things.
0: Yeah. Why do you think it's so hard for so many of us to take our worship with us throughout the week, whether it's in retirement or whether it's in a nine to five job or whether it's being a mom, a stay at home mom, why is it so hard?
1: Probably we get distracted. I know I do. I get distracted with things, um, I love to read uh, just general fiction and so on. And sometimes I get distracted by doing that. Um, I I do feel like sometimes even the church can pull on us uh, and not, and prevent us from maybe worshiping more here, just uh, hmm. doing it on a daily basis. Um, I, I'm not sure why it's so hard, except that we, uh, I guess we don't make time um, mm-hmm. to do it. And, and uh, uh, l- l- many people I know have a set time that they do it. I don't particularly have a set time, but I do have a time in the morning when I'm just sitting down to do uh, just after breakfast and we're drinking our tea where I um, read devotions and things like that. So that's probably the most regular thing that I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah how does that that regular time influence the rest of your day regardless of what you're doing i
1: just i think that it sets a tone for um the rest of the day um i mean i can't say that i'm always consistent in that but i i feel like it is something uh, that i um that help as i say helps sets to t- sets the tone of the rest of the day, just being able to take some time and be slow and, and so on.
0: I'd, I'd imagine you probably faced more conflict when you were a teacher's aide than you do now. Um, but can you think of any times where you've come up against something that um, you've had to deal with and, and how has your faith helped you deal with those things?
1: Yeah, I think that's right. That I I I do feel that there were times that I came up against um, difficult situations with uh, how to handle uh, children who maybe didn't have the best home life and mm-hmm. so struggled. Uh, children who uh, had a difficult time learning and and how best to keep them uh, interested in learning and so on. Um, I feel like faith teaches you about patience. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that we talk about at Grandview a lot is that every person you come in contact with is a child of God and is made in his image. And so I keep telling myself that over and over again when it's when it is difficult, um, and uh, I might not be able to help the situation uh, to a good end, but at least I'm setting, I'm planting seeds or um, helping them to feel confident or um, feeling like someone cares about them. Um, so, I I feel like in my life, God has comforted me and helped me. And so hopefully that will, the model of that will, um uh, be good for, uh, particularly the students that I dealt, dealt with actually adults too, you know, you, you work with adults and, and that can be difficult at times as well.
0: Oh, it absolutely can. And yes. <laughs> Yes. Sometimes
1: they're more difficult than the children.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You, you mentioned that your faith helps teach you patience. I think kids do too. Um, I, maybe more so than, than faith does, but it's definitely a big piece of it. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We just finished up the fall focus at church, um, Mm. talking about Grandview Statement and Life Means More. Um, How do you see those five words surrounding Life Means More play into what you do every day?
1: Um, I I always think the first one that comes to my mind is the ordered. um,
0: um. Knowing you, that makes total
1: sense. Yes. (laughs) that's right um i mean there my day is not that structured but there are definitely you know parameters that you that you live within and that helps me stay um i don't want to say focused but helps me be calm and um uh I just, I just think having, having an ordered life, uh, structure, you're, you know, what's coming. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I feel like God has made the world, um, to be ordered. Uh, there, there are certain things maybe that aren't, but there's basic structure. And I, I, I feel like that helps me to be calm and be less stressful because I can't become stressed, stressed out. (laughs) Um, I think we all can. Yes, that's right. Um, Creative. I'm not so creative, but um, I'm, I'm very glad for, for those who are and make our world beautiful. Um, I've been doing a, an Advent uh, devotion each day from, Uh, Biola University and and they are so creative in how they approach it there's art and music and poems and scripture and so on and and so whereas I'm not very creative myself I see and appreciate the evidence of those who are yeah uh, let's see the other let's see there's resurrection and the other two uh Uh,
0: loving and loving Nope. We used creative already. Yeah. Creative, ordered, loving, resurrection, and Cody's looking it up. That's terrible. Generous. (laughs) There we go. Generous. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, I have to say that generosity is something that I have had to learn. Hmm. I grew up um, where uh, there we had a big family, and uh, we had to always be careful about um, uh, what we spent and so on. But uh, I have to say that uh, Scott has taught me a lot about generosity and not holding on to things uh, like I might have done in the past. and i'm I'm just learning to be more generous uh, because, uh, as we learned in the end, it's all God's anyway. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, so as I say, I'm learning that. And then well, what would, was the other one?
0: I would contend that you are being very generous with your time right now as somebody who's retired. I mean, all of the things you listed for me at the beginning were you giving of your time and your resources to other people. Um, yeah. and I think that's a huge part of being generous. It's not just money. It's-, it's not just money. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I,
1: and I need to, I need to realize that more because, um, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy doing all those things that, that we talked about. And, uh, so I do, I do need to realize that but i also love to to give things away and and mm-hmm. uh, be generous with our money i i think that's important um and then loving um i've been so loved in my life that it's not it's not hard to give love away to yeah. others and uh, um, and i i hope i show that enough to people um yeah. Well, as
0: someone who's been on the receiving end of that, I, I think you do. You, yeah, you do a very you. good job. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And of
1: course, without uh, the resurrection of Jesus, and um, I mean, what do we have to live for? We wouldn't have the hope um, that uh, he's he's made that ultimate sacrifice for us, and so we do have hope, uh, not only for the future in heaven, but right here, right now. Um, I just, I'm, I'm always hopeful, um, about life and because, because we can be, and because Jesus did pay it all.
0: Yeah. You mentioned when we started talking about the, the five things surrounding our statement that you, you'd identified most first with ordered. And I see that in your life. Um, I, I know you fairly well. And so I, I see that in in what you do. But I also see that when your order gets interrupted, it's okay. Um, yeah. I, I called you and said, hey, I need to go to the ER and I need somebody to take me. And you and Scott <laughs> said, we're here. Um, yeah. You know, I interrupted your day. I interrupted your order. And you were willing to set that aside and say, I'm, I'm here to help. Um, and that's another way that, that you and Scott are both generous with your time and um, your your resources too. So thank you for modeling that, um, first of all, and, and thank you for modeling all of these things in your retired life. Um, I, I hope that all of us end up getting to enjoy some of that retired life. Um, but I hope also that we are able to do it in such a way that it brings honor and glory to God. Um, yes. I, okay. I think that you guys have done that very well um, through, through what I've seen in the last, Oh goodness.
1: Five years. Five years.
0: years. Wow. Yes. wow. Okay. 2017. That's, that's a little scary. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. You're very kind. And, and again, uh, I could, I can say that since being retired, it feels it feels good to be able to 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 do those things to drop what we're doing and, and go uh, do what we need to do yeah so
0: yeah. well cindy thank you so much for sharing some of your time with me and and generously sharing what you um do so well um, i'm oh, well, grateful okay. for for all that you and scott do Uh, with Grandview and with our community. Um, And I I know I'm not the only one who is appreciative of that. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.